like almost go out this way and it still forces me to be on the edge. I mean, Jesus, you can pull this thing there. You can take it all the way there if you wanted to. Yeah, it should be good there. Hello, sister. I should say hello again, sister. Two weeks in a row on the Barbar Bar Show. What's up? Um. Well, not much right now. And it's going to be three weeks. You and David are going to be on next week. Um, I, I think. I think we maybe. haven't we haven't yeah, confirmed yeah, we'll yet. See. We'll see. That'd be a seventy-five percent sibling podcast. We'd still be missing the fourth, <laughs> which is uh, I think seventy-five percent is as close as we're going to get. That's okay. What are you doing rolling in here with a with a big gulp? What are you? You're you're a trucker now. What are you doing? I'm with gonna that? I'm gonna show my big. You drive you, you drive a, a Toyota SUV. You're not. It's not a Ford F650. So. That is a ridiculously large drink. Why I, why do we why do we even have cups that big in America? My God. So I stopped by 7-Eleven because I just wanted some gas, and I was just really thirsty on my drive here, and I like you know just something cold. I've been in the heat. All weekend long. Talk. I'll talk a little bit more about that. And um, and okay, hold on, hold on. Let me look. You look short over there. Are you gonna raise yeah. your chair a bit or what? <laughs> I mean, I'm comfortable, but yeah. I guess I will. Yeah, there you go. Is that better? Yeah. I'm not short, by the way. No, I know. I know you're not. So. But you just look short because you mm -hmm. got the chair all the way down. Anyway, okay. what were you saying? So yeah, I just stopped to get gas, and then I stopped. I was like, I just need something cold. I was going to get a Gatorade, and then I look at the machine, and I, they have this, like, Gatorade-type drink that's zero calories, and this is the only size cup that 7-Eleven offers. <laughs> that thing is literally, like, when you pick it's it, when you hold it up next to the camera, it looks like it's as big as your head. So that's 79 cents, and then if you want to go buy a bottle of water, it's like it's like two like, bottles, like 250 at or least 250, yeah. yeah, for a deep, like maybe the little like these, uh -huh. these are probably like I don't know, a dollar yeah. 80 or something, and then a slightly bigger one is if you wanted to get as much water as that giant big gulp, it's it like could, four dollars yeah. for a bottle that big. It's insane. Oh, that's and then we wonder we why. Well, that's one of the reasons why we have an obesity problem. Is not, not only do we have cups that big, but unlimited refills, that's, I think, a uniquely American thing. Oh, if you like, travel internationally, you'll never – you have to – I mean, over there, you have to pay for water, too. So I kind of appreciate oh, the do free you? water. They only bring you bottles? Yeah, I yeah. appreciate the free water. Yeah, but sometimes, though, the water tastes disgusting at restaurants. And yeah, I'd, rather, I'd rather just buy a bottle. bottle. Yeah, as long as it's a dollar, as long as it's not something obnoxious. Yeah. If it's a dollar, I'll order a bottle rather than drink their disgusting tap water. Fair Sometimes it tastes terrible, even even after you put lemon in it. But yeah, uh, refills is a big thing. You know what I used to do back in the day is if someone would get a regular Coke for lunch and they're on their third refill, I would refill it diet just out of the goodness of my own heart. Oh. I'd be doing them a favor. Um, Did anyone ever notice? I've maybe had like over the entire time that I've served like one or two people and I will say, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That, that was just a mistake. Mm. And then go and swap it. But I'm sure they appreciated the zero calories versus. I doubt it. If you're on your fourth Coke, you don't give a shit about you calories know. or sugar. 
you just you're 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 riding the yeah while i was refilling this the guy next to me was refilling you know like big red or something yeah it's insane it's insane. Well, in other countries, like you go to a restaurant, you order a Coke, they bring you a can of Coke. Okay. At least and it's then, limited, right? Well, yeah, I think that limitation, maybe even without really thinking about it, it sort of, it, 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 it functions as a control factor for your consumption. Because you drink that can throughout your lunch. Rarely do people order, order a second can. Right. It's just like there's yeah. there's kind of like a built in control mechanism somehow. Yeah. Like they bring you a can and you just understand like, oh, this can has got to last me throughout my lunch. You don't just order three, four or five cans of soda. But for some reason, when there's a cup with refills, you just keep refilling. You sure do. Remember when uh, we, we have a, a relative in El Paso, well, had he's dead now, who had a had a restaurant, had a Chinese buffet. Mm-hmm. And and Where does this go? well, I would sometimes I would go down there and I'd would, I would help out and uh, I would like watch people and just the amount of times they would get or even any time we go to like a pizza buffet or sure. something. The amount if you watch people, the amount of time they would get up to go refill their cokes, oh, wow. it's insane. And then here's here's the thing that I really don't understand at, at uh, all you can eat buffets. This is just how gluttonous people's minds have become. You can like if you go to Peter Piper. So Peter Piper is a good example. That's a better example than the restaurant that that our uncle had, our late uncle. Um, if you go to to Peter Piper buffet, you, you there's different sizes of cups, right? And you pay more for the bigger cup. And people would always order the biggest cup. And I'm like, why are you paying an extra less trips? To well, go and less trips, right? Like, why are you paying an extra two bucks or whatever it is for the big cup when you can go get as much as you want? But no, they got to have a giant cup of Coke next to them while they're smashing down pizzas That's right. because God forbid, you know, they need a sip of Coke and their cup is empty. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, you know, we're even used to, we grew up not necessarily needing to have any drinks while we eat. Well, it's such an American thing to have to have a drink if you're even eating a snack or any sort of meal. Uh-huh. Like I went and had dinner at my friend's house on Friday and she's Indian. And so very, you know, similar, they have, they have a lot of similar mannerisms and, and things to what we do. And, you know, we ate dinner. It was great. And then after dinner, I realized, I was like, you know, she didn't offer me a drink and she didn't have a drink either. And it was perfectly fine. We both didn't really need a drink with dinner. To us, that was normal. To anyone else, you have to have a drink. If you're eating dinner, I gotta have water. Really? I gotta have water. Maybe remember, maybe remember iced tea, but mom, I gotta have water. I gotta have something. Mom would say that we can't drink while we eat because we'll get full up with the drink. Yeah, so so, we some, even have something water. like that. Well, they, oh my god, they, they got so many weird. Yeah. Oh my god, the amount of rules that Middle Eastern parents have, and the, and none of them make sense, and none of them are based in any research. It's just like something that. Your great 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 grandfather used to say, and then it just got passed down. Like these these cultural um, mantras that people just kind of yeah. adopt and, and never question. It's so stupid. Or like, oh, if you no, they used to tell me because I, I used to drink water while I was eating, and they used to tell me, oh, if you drink water when you, you're gonna have a giant belly. Um, that's called beer. That's yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and I used to sit there like I, I, I was worried as a kid, you know. I'm like, damn, am I gonna, am I gonna have one of those giant, yeah, bellies? You know, like those older fat guys. Like, is that what, how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna look from Maybe drinking that's water? Maybe all the Middle food? Eastern men justified having bellies because they all do. Maybe, yeah, they all do. Yeah, yeah, they don't work out. 
that's not in our culture. But well, Armand used to only used to have the three of us. It was the three of us for the longest time until David came along. But used to have the three of us split a coke with lunch if we really wanted one. And even it would she wouldn't. I don't I don't remember if it was that or not. But she would. Um, if we really, really like, were after her for some coke, she would have the three of us split one can. Yeah. She's like, all right, the three of you can have a little bit. Uh, which I, I, you know, now that I'm older and I understand the stuff, I appreciate that she did that. We thought she was a tyrant when we were young, but <laughs> we're like, mom, why can't I have my own coke? I mean, she was. But well, in other ways. <laughs> but as far as that goes, I appreciate it. Sure. I think uh, a lot of um, eating habits are learned as as uh, when, when we're children. And for many people, it seems like the eating habits that are that are programmed into them as kids kind of stick with them for life. Like, I wonder if part of the reason I love bread so much is because we eat a lot of bread in Middle Eastern culture. I mean, it's definitely what you're raised to eat. Like, what do kids eat? In, like, when you're, when you're a kid and you're out playing with, with your friends and your mom or your grandma comes over and she gets a pita bread and she puts some cheese in it, rolls it up, and here you go a piece of cucumber, like everything, they just roll it up in pita and give it to the kid. Here you go. And these are the things that we crave. And similarly, people that were raised on different foods crave those foods. I mean, you know, we go and eat azatar manushe. Oh, I love azatar manushe. We love it. But I would say the majority of people that I have, that have I've made it for, that have tried it, don't particularly Good. care for the flavor. Good. You know right? why? But we think it's delicious. So. You know why? You know why I'm I'm always pleased when somebody like if we if um, like for example um, um, like you know like you're saying you had somebody try the uh, uh, zatar manushi and they didn't like it because we bring our zatar here from Lebanon and I don't want I don't want <laughs> I, I don't want to make it for no I don't want to make it for other people like I don't want to run out it's hard to go what um, you think we can go to Lebanon right now and get some zatar yeah well, right you know our aunt that used to make the zatar and the kishik. No, she, she we only got she, the, we only got the kishik from her. She, she passed away from falling off the roof. Yeah, that was that was sad. So, that was horrible. She fell off the roof of like what is I think it's like a four story building yep. or something. God, and that so was bad. we don't get the kishik. No more kishik. No, whatever whatever uh, is still whatever remains in mom's freezer. That's uh, that's you know, all she that's probably left. So. died making kishik because for most of the people that don't know the way you make kishik is you dehydrate it right. by laying it on the roof of a building and letting the sun kind of do its thing with right. evaporating all the liquid. Bishamsun. Bishamsun. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy to think that she most like, or she was probably like hanging laundry or something. Who knows? But Who knows? you know, they spend a lot of time on the roof of the building doing a variety of activities. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess, but oh man, that was that was horrible. Yeah, that was, that was tragic. Yeah. Um. So so speaking of which, a while ago, like maybe sometime earlier this year, mom had some friends coming over for lunch. Okay. And she's like, oh, what are we going to make as an appetizer? Let's make some uh, zatar and kishik manaisha. I was like, hell no. <laughs> These I'm, like, are... I'm like, no, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, no. find something else. Yeah, we can make cheese manaisha because yeah. I get I get the feta and the mozzarella from yeah. Costco. I do a feta and mozzarella mix. We can do that. If you, my friends want to come over and have a manusha, they can have that. If they want a zatar manusha, they can go get store-bought. Okay. I'm not giving I mean, it. <laughs> right. Multiple just, you know, they didn't grow up eating those flavors and – they're just like do you even know what kishik is is it's it like, is, it's made from yogurt oh really it's very dried up dehydrated yogurt 
I'm not even a big fan of it. I, but you know when they make it, not with the manish, but when they make the soup yeah, with the soup. ground beef and the garlic and all that, I, 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 I get the desire for that maybe once a year. There's just something homey about it. On a, not... on, a, on a winter day, like when it's cold as hell outside, well, I guess hell is not cold. So when it's really, when it's cold as Antarctica outside, <laughs> I, I, you know, that's when like I'll wake up and I'll text mom like, hey, are you awake? I'm coming over and make some kushik. Like, can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. Nope, nope. You're not texting mom already. I'm, I'm about, I don't know, 400 miles away, 500 miles away, whatever it is. At least 500. It's, it's, it's a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be very cold by the time it gets there. It, it would, probably would be, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, um, so we were, um, um, oh, speaking of food, real quick, your your payment for being here today is is ready, is oven ready. I just got to drop it in the oven after the show you're not even gonna cook i made you what do you mean it's i i made no i made it oven ready i'm making i'm making um like ablana with kusa so stuffed uh what is it squash squash right not zucchini yeah squash where you hollow it out and you put the ground beef mix in there and you fill it in you fill it up that sounds good yes i already already got everything ready so once when we finish i just got to drop it in there i got to make the rice but that only takes a minute a ton of calories this weekend. Uh, working on your... Um, work, doing yard work. Doing yard work. And yard work is a mother. Yeah. I mean, depending on the kind of yard that you have, but my yard work was absolutely horrible. It is still not done. And it is just... it's It's been exhausting. Like, my body is sore. I know I burned a ton of calories doing it. I'm, I'm tired. I slept in even this morning. So, uh, we got a comment saying that your mic sounds like it might be off. I don't know. Oh, I can kind of. I can hear you. I don't know. I'll talk for the both of us. Um, so we were, we were. Are you shutting me out? No, no, because I can hear you. Look, talk right now. Hello. See, that was off. No, you're on. Anyway. Uh, a um, whoever, the, uh, what is that? I think that's Nate. It's your, it's your speakers that are echoing, bro. It's your, old, it's your old ears, dude. But if he you know what it is, you, bro? But not me. It, uh, huh? Well, I don't know. Anyway, no, hold on. What was I gonna say? We were talking before the show about how many people don't understand how YouTube works. It's uh-huh. a, it's astonishing. Yeah. It, it's astonishing. It's the same thing that you were talking about when, like, the first time you came on the podcast, and you had friends that wanted to watch it, and they're like. Oh my God, it's three hours long. I can't, I can't watch, you know, I, I can't sit there for three hours. Well, they were watching us live and they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. But after like 30 minutes, I had to go to work yeah. or whatever. And you're like, that's okay. You know, like it's YouTube. You can go back in you and pause, yeah, like, you can, you can finish the episode later. They're like, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't Thursday night TV or whatever. When your show comes on only on Thursday night and like, God forbid you miss the first 10 minutes because you're never going to see it again. It's like it's YouTube. You can go back in and watch it. That was how it was. Oh, yeah. Well, remember we used to watch those shows where like all of us would have to get together like Ahla Baitman, Ahla Butras, Beirut. We used to always have like it was once a week. You get one episode a week. This is why older people hate on millennials so much because they 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 they're 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 both envious and bitter of the fact that we have Netflix and YouTube because they had to it took them about a year and a half. To see the ending, we could do it on, over the course of a week. They hit on us for a lot of reasons, but yeah, Hulu Live is the best. 
I I've never Hulu used Hulu. So I, I mean, nobody does cable anymore. I don't know anybody that still pays for cable. But Hulu Live is similar. It's it's uh, pretty much like cable, but of course you get all the movies too. You get the documentaries, the shows, and you can stop and go whenever you want. So it's really nice. That's cool. You know what I got into finally is so, uh, something that I've been thinking about for a while. I finally downloaded Audible because I, I know that I'm not a good reader, mm -hmm. but I'm on the road so damn much, especially yeah. after moving here. Like tomorrow I'm going to McAllen. I think that's a five, maybe maybe roughly five hour drive, give or yeah. take. Uh, and I'm doing, I'm doing that tomorrow. And then again, I'm coming back on Wednesday. So that's 10 hours of drive time in the next few days. Right. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not very good at reading. I'm a slow reader, but I'm a good listener. And so what, when I'm on the road, listening to books can be very valuable. I typically will listen to podcasts, like I'll, you know, which is how I get the majority of my information. Like I'd be a total moron if there were no podcasts. If this was 40 years ago, I wouldn't know shit. Podcasts can be very educational. Absolutely. I, you just look, I was talking to a guy about this earlier today. Maybe not our kids, but by the time our grandkids, if me and you ever have kids, are in college. YouTube University could very well be a thing. Yeah. I'm calling it. Like, I've, been, I've talked about this maybe once before. Should we buy YouTube stock? This is, well, that's Google stock because they own, oh, okay. you, uh, Google owns YouTube. But YouTube University, that's going to be a thing someday. That's and, where a lot of people, were, I mean, okay, go back to your. Hold on, let me finish uh, my, my point on Audible. Oh, yeah, we about, you start so, talking about YouTube. Yeah, I, I always do that. I like I, I spread what my topic, but then I go back and I finish everything, right? I don't leave I don't leave any yeah. any, any loose threads. So because <clears throat> my mind just bounces in so many places. But so I downloaded Audible. So the way it works, at least from, from what I've understood so far, is they give you a credit a month, and mm -hmm. a, that credit is good for any book that you want to download and listen to. Now they also have books that are free. You could just you're paying a monthly membership. I think it's fifteen ninety nine a month. I want to say, okay. and the free books you can you you can just have at it. You can listen to as many as you want, and then every month you get a credit that allows you to download one of their premium selection books or whatever the hell it's called. So okay, I used up my first credit. I I, li I listened to a book called Patience at Risk. I shared it on my Instagram. Pr pretty interesting stuff. Um, and then I wanted to download another book called The, Psycho the, the Psychology of Money. And I couldn't freaking do it. And then, oh, you're out of credits. Well, I don't want to wait until next month. So how can I purchase some credits? I spent like 30 minutes trying to figure it out. Then I was mm -hmm. like, the hell with this. Why don't you just get a Kindle? I don't know what that is. It's similar. You do audiobooks. You can get it as an app on your phone. And it's through Amazon, actually. They own that, too. Jesus Amazon Christ, they own Kindle. everything. Yeah. Well, they also own Audible. Oh, do they? They own well, everything. The you know what else I found out they own? Huh. Ring security system. Oh, yeah, they definitely own. They own everything. They own everything. But, you know, Audible book, I can't do it. I cannot follow an audiobook. Why not? I, I don't comprehend it. Like, I end up zoning out. If something's in the back, to me, when I'm listening to something, I don't comprehend the information as well as I can read it. So if I'm reading, I comprehend. If I'm just listening, it's more of like I, I like noise for background music, mm -hmm. more of a distraction. And so my brain just doesn't follow along enough to actually comprehend what's going on. Interesting point about that. You, so know, you, know, you know why that is? Because everybody does that. Diagnose me. Let's no, no. Everybody does that thing where like, look, anybody listening to this right now, tell me if this is true or not. Uh, 
when you're doing stuff around the house, you'll put on, you'll put something on the TV or music. Even if you're not watching the TV, you just turn it on because you want that background noise. You know why that is? So there's a theory that um, in the jungle, silence is a signal that a predator is approaching. So it's uncomfortable. It means that peril is on the horizon. So that's why we like noise. Because when things get quiet, when things get quiet out in the real world, it's like, oh shit, is there a tiger around? Like what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it could be. I mean, I definitely always have, you know, we talked about this last time, but I always have the food network while I'm cleaning or cooking just in the background. Which, like, is, which is which is teaching you good good skills. Yeah, but even if I don't like really listen in, I'll just speak in every once in a while or whatnot, but I'm, I'm good with it. I just need some sort of, but yeah, I can't, I can't follow audiobooks. I've tried, I, and actually I love holding a book and reading it. Now, granted, when you're driving and whatnot. Right. You have that time where you cannot read. The only time I did that was when I was studying for my dietitian exam. I was doing a lot of job interviews during that time. So I had to, I was on a limited time schedule where I had to study and I had to drive long distances for a ton of interviews. And so I definitely listened to my notes on my drives. Mm. They were so boring. I mean, it was definitely putting me at risk of falling asleep. Your notes? Like? Like notes that you type? No, no. The book that we had to study, uh, like our guide, had CDs uh that it came with. So I just would stick them in my CD player, which is kind of crazy to think about because my car doesn't have one right now. Uh But, yeah, that's how I would study on my drives because I didn't want to waste that time. I don't think – when did they stop putting CD players in cars? That had to be probably 10 years ago. No, because my last car was a 2015. And it had one? Uh Uh-huh. Damn. I'm pretty sure I had it in the Camry. I mean, for sure, my 2021 vehicle right now does not have a CD player. How crazy was that? And, and, And CDs were so efficient. Remember when we went from the Walkman? To the CD player, and and it was like, so cool. yeah, like you didn't need the pencil anymore to to, to, <laughs> to stick it in the cassette to turn it to get to rewind the tape. You know uh, what I mean? Because that's if you wanted to go back and hear and a song with a CD, you can write <laughs> your playlist on the CD itself. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You couldn't. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you never knew where you were on the tape either. Well, yeah. This on the CD, you could just hit like the skip hit. a yeah. Oh, that's true. Or if there's a shitty song, because you have to buy the whole album. Until we until we got computers and we would burn music on the CDs, right? Remember, you could like burning CDs was the thing. But you didn't need the pencil anymore. <laughs> like the, the pencil was a critical tool in music playing. <laughs> Remember that? Anybody from the 90s knows you put the pencil yeah, in the so little sad. holes in the in the cassette to turn it. Yeah. You know, it's crazy to think, like, I look at myself and yourself and I'm like, you know, we're fairly young and it's, it still makes me think that it's really strange that we've come such a long way. Like, I remember when there was some guy that used to like work on computers under our building, like he had a little storefront and he named yeah. Mr. Butt. Yeah, Mr. Butt, a, yeah. With a double T Right, butt. right. And he came up and was like, helping us create like our first username password. Uh-huh. And those were interesting times. Yeah, and those computers didn't do shit except you you, you could play solitaire and check your email. That's and, it. And chat chat on MSN Messenger. AOL. It was oh easier just it was easier just to make a phone call. Yeah, because then it ties up the phone line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you couldn't use the phone line. Yeah. <laughs> All you could do is play solitaire, and then they came out with the new Windows XP or whatever the hell it was, and then you could play Spider Solitaire. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Yeah, 
I was thinking about this the other day, but you know, with my job right now, part of like the training that we do, we have to hook up like a phone app to the, the device that we connect to people. And, um, right now I, I deal with a lot of older people and they have such a hard time just getting this phone app started. And I always say, I'm not a techie person at all. Like, I feel like I'm way behind on the times, but then, you know, you meet with someone who's like in their sixties and you're just trying to set up an app on their phone, which you think is a very simple, straightforward process. And then you're doing it virtually like through zoom or something. And it's 45 minutes later. And they're like, Apple ID, how do I reset a password? And I mean, it just makes you want to lose your mind. I, I, I think back to uncle Anise and how oh. <laughs> he could forget a computer. He could never figure out, figure out a remote control. His, no, no, no. His life dream was to remote, was to learn how to use a computer. Remember he would call. Yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Golden life was to learn how to turn. And I, I'm pretty sure he passed away without learning how to turn. No, 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 never. He, he, uh, that guy, um, he time traveled straight from <laughs> the Flintstones to 1935 or whenever sure. he, whenever, whenever he was born. And it's like he learned to drive a car, and that, that's that was about it. It was hilarious. Yeah, he would be absolutely astounded. You know, by computers, and he yeah. would always want us to play Milhim Barakat. God forbid he ever caught me on a computer if he ever came over and I had my computer. Oh, can you play Milhim Barakat? Yeah, who's just like the last artist I want to listen to on earth because <laughs> <laughs> you know that song, that Milhim Barakat song, where he sits there literally for like 20 minutes. And I he... know what you're talking about. <laughs> if Lebanese people know exactly what we're talking about, he says the same thing. For about 20 minutes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That's it. That's all he says for 20 minutes. I don't know. Was he high? Like, what was going on? That's it. That was literally the only lyric. The only lyric. Oh, whoa, 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 Which is not even a word. It's it's not. It doesn't mean anything. But you know, going back to. For 20 minutes. Going back to the whole YouTube University thing. I've become such a firm believer that if I don't know how to do something, YouTube it. Okay. Here's the thing. Let me back up a little bit. About five years ago, if I didn't know how to do something, my go-to was to pay someone to do it because, oh, yeah. you know, I feel like back in the day, labor was fairly affordable. So I could just, if I, if it was manual labor, if it was around the house, my mind didn't know immediately how to comprehend it. I was just going to pay someone to do it. Now, manual labor has become so expensive oh it's crazy it's so incredibly pricey that <coughs> i refer to youtube for everything and i'll yeah. sit there and go what tool do i need to edge my Same. to edge my yard and oh go buy this tool and so i'll go to home depot and buy the tool and come back and then watch another youtube video on how to make the tool function properly and then learn how to do it and do it myself Same. And I have learned so much just watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Oh, for sure. No, same thing. I mean, uh, look at how much uh, remodeling I did on mom's old house. Yeah. I, I, I did so much. I built stuff in the yard. Yeah. I, Building you know, everything. I mean, just, well, what's funny is like I, her yard looked abandoned. It looked like a deserted. Like, it was bad. Well, yours is pretty bad, but her backyard just looked yeah. terrible. 
I spent an entire summer making that yard look good, building a grill station, okay, cutting the tree, How doing all the stuff. Hold it? on. I fixed the inside of the house. I fixed all the bu a bunch of stuff in the house That's that needed beautiful. to be fixed. And then she goes, oh, the house looks good now. I'm going to sell it. I'm <laughs> 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 like, all right. Uh, I mean, that house could have used a lot of work. It was an old house. It was just an old house. But it looked good. What were you going to say? Uh, how horrible it is working outside in the summer. So my biggest, That's pretty struggle, bad. My yeah. biggest struggle this weekend wasn't the actual labor. It was the heat. I yeah. mean, I was just dripping sweat, like nonstop. I would be outside for five. And I think Austin's just very humid. It is. So El Paso is, is pretty dry. But it's still hot. It's it's hot. Heat is heat. But I didn't want to be out there when it was 110 in El Paso, yeah. you know, doing yard work. It's horrible. Yeah. But, the, but the, the, the positive is the concrete dries super fast. Fair enough. Yeah, our concrete dries super quick. That like if you have a bakery, your bread will rise like that in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the positive. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just it was just a lot. I mean, I had to really go into the house. I I make that the inside of the house super cold and constantly have to like walk back in mm. because it was the heat was just unbearable. What kind of a Middle Easterner are you? Look, I'm used to heat. I always say summer is my favorite. I love it. You're like you're like a Mexican complaining about labor, like shoveling. You're gonna see how much, how many bags of just grass and weed, whatever, yeah, is just waiting. For I know. I did most of it. No, I mean, oh, there's a lot. So the people that I bought this house from, if you couldn't have done this on purpose, how much they've gone out of their way yeah. to DIY destroy they're, this uh, house yeah they're what we call nawar in, in, in <laughs> how do you translate that translate how do you it? translate nawar come on <laughs> do it hillbillies is that the equivalent of a hillbilly i don't know uh, nawar <laughs> no I, I don't know how do you translate nawar i have no I, idea i don't even know but it's such a perfect term because it's like <laughs> they, the amount of things that they did to this house to mess it up is mind-blowing to me on the inside and the outside. Yeah. So, but I mean, I remodeled so much on the inside that I, I just ran out of cash flow for the outside. So when the yard guy wanted about a hundred bucks an hour to come do the yard, then, you know, um, I definitely said, I'm going to do this myself. So I, I, What's wrong? I, I looked up the definition of Nawar. Nawar is a baby girl name, mainly popular in Muslim religion, and its main origin is Arabic. Uh, what's a Nawar name? Nawar name mean meanings is flower bud blossom, the one who guards herself. How did that come to mean no dirty people? But I've never met someone named Nawar. Thank God. <laughs> but that's not a name. I would feel so bad for her. That's not a name. Uh Argue with Google, don't argue with me. It's an old name. Oh, maybe. I don't know. People, people with poor but taste. I, Somebody I, commented people with poor taste. Fair enough. I'm just so traumatized by this house. The The inside of it was just atrocious. Can I? And, you know, now that the inside is, for the most part, done, I'm moving forward to doing the yard on the outside, but also because HOA keeps yelling at me for you know, having a messy yard. And I'm like, the yard isn't messy because of me. It's messy because of 
what these people did to it. Yeah. So I mean, anything that could be wrong, I think, is like wrong. Oh, they're yeah. No, those people are ridiculous. You know, just the fact that it's on an incline, like mowing it, is extra difficult. And I note to everyone out there, uh -huh. if you think that buying a corner lot is nice because you don't have neighbors on the other side of you, think about all the mowing you have to do of the sidewalk oh. and the entire side of it. Because all my neighbors have these like tiny front yards, right? I feel like you can maintain that ten minutes. And it's done. My front yard is so big, and I have to line the sidewalk and all of that that it takes me so much time. Well, you have a slanted yard, and uh, note, note, note to self and to others: I almost bought a house out here in New Braunfels before. So the house that I ended up buying, uh, the one I bid on right before that, thank goodness they didn't accept my offer because it had a slanted backyard. Yeah. And then I went and, and worked on yours the other day, and I was like, this is really stupid. Like, I'm glad I didn't get that house. And it's exhausting. Yeah, mowing it would be difficult. Mowing Everything would be difficult. And then difficult. the soil keeps keeps washing mm -hmm. washing away. Every time it, there, it rains, you lose soil. Yep. So I don't, know, I don't know what to and do And my front that. and my yard are slanted. The, the backyard is way worse, but the front also is on an incline, and it is just exhausting. You need a new house. Yeah, yeah, I do. But, you know, there's, like, tax rules and all that. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that some bullshit? So yeah, the government so, tells me that I can't sell my house before two years. And it's yeah, bullshit. or you get fined. Yeah, ridiculous. Well, I mean, you have to pay capital gains tax on on the. I think that's how it works, right? You have yeah. to pay capital gains if you haven't lived in it for two years. Yeah. It's like what? Why? Uh, it's my house. Well, like God, it's ridiculous. Why should there be a rule against that? So, what I want to do with it? Very ridiculous. Yeah. So hey, so I want to talk about my experiment with coffee that I conducted over the last two and a half weeks. You mean depriving yourself of coffee completely? Um, well, depriving is, is not the word I would use. I just didn't have any. Okay. And, and in part because I didn't feel like having any. So I've been a habitual coffee drinker since I was about 19 years old. I blame college. That's, I had never had a sip of coffee until I, no, I, I went to college. That's fair. But then I just, it just grew on me. I'm like, this is delicious. Because as a kid, I, well, as a kid, I had tried coffee once or twice, but I tried Turkish coffee, and Dad makes it so strong. That's strong in general. That it's, it's strong in general, but the way Dad makes it, it's like yogurt. It's so thick. Yeah. It's incredibly bitter. And I thought, oh, this is terrible. So I actually prefer the the I actually prefer American American coffees. I want like I, I like a, a cappuccino or something like mm -hmm. that. You know what I mean? But not not a ton of milk. But anyway. So I just woke up one day and I just didn't feel like drinking coffee. And I was like, okay, well, you know, whatever. You know, and then I didn't drink coffee for like a week. Probably the reason why I ended up uh, getting in a car accident. Um, I did crash my Challenger. I hit a, well, I didn't hit a, I'm not going to say that in case insurance watches this. <laughs> Me and a construction barrier were involved in collision. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I think the wind moved the construction barrier. I think it's yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you weren't doing anything wrong while you were driving. Uh, so, so let me just say that challengers are far more robust in the Fast and the Furious than they are in real life. Because <laughs> <in the> <laughs> I came to find that out. You've um, always wanted, uh, you know, Fast and Furious reenactment. I mean, you drive like you think you're in the Fast and Furious. Look, you, you need to, you need to stop talking until after this this accident issue is settled because yeah they're gonna pull the funding okay so chill. Um, what was I saying before that? Before my accident? Oh, coffee. So, 
So I didn't have any coffee, I think, for a little over two weeks. And uh, yesterday morning, I decided it's time. Oh. So I went and got coffee. That. And they got this coffee machine down here where it's uh, – it's it finally working? It's Starbucks. It was working, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's worse than the ice cream machine at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So – so I go, they have the, it's, they put Starbucks coffee in the machine and I get the dark roast and you have the option. It's like a scale of one to five, how strong you want. Okay. So I do the five and I do a double serving. And then I put one of those little cups of uh, That's it. coffee made in it, the little tiny ones. That's it. That's it. I put one of those in it. Yeah. I don't like a lot of cream in my coffee. I just like, I just like a little like hint. A touch. Yeah, just a touch. Yeah. That's it. And I came in here and I drank it. I, I put it down probably in the span of maybe 10 minutes. That's quick. Yeah. Because I wanted it to hit me fast, you know. It's like when you're when you're when you're when you're intent um, from when you when when you drink with the intent of getting hammered quickly, you, you chug the whole. You know, like there's no sipping on a drink. You, you you know, you just put it down. You get a glass of wine, you drink it. That's what I do. That's what I did with the coffee because I wanted it to hit me. It was damn near psychedelic. No. It was. Did you look at my social media yesterday? Someone commented, they were like, you have a lot of opinions. Yeah. I put out probably 20 plus posts on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I I, uh -huh. I couldn't stop typing. My fingers were moving so fast. It was like this. There It was just like 80 words per minute. I couldn't stop typing. And then I was just talking really fast. And then I go to poker and I was talking the entire time. I was doing this poker tournament. I didn't make any money, sadly, but I was talking the entire time. And then finally, I just sat there quietly for a while. And the guy next to me was like, hey, man, did the coffee just wear off? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think so. Um, it was quite an experience. I actually want to – I'm thinking about doing like a once, maybe twice – limiting my consumption to, to once or twice a week so I can relive it because it was – it was really something. It's it's the same thing if you think about it as these people who drink all the time. And then like I, I met a guy one time who told me, he goes, you know what, man? I was drinking a 30-pack a day and I couldn't get drunk. So I just stopped drinking. He just got to a point where he's so it's such it's just mm -hmm. in his system always. So he stopped drinking. And that's kind of how we are with coffee, because we drink it every day. And I've drank two cups of coffee a day, probably for the last 10 years. But but there's always sure. But there's always there's always traces of caffeine in your system. The receptors in your What's brain are always six hours. six hours. I researched this. So so which is why it's advised not to drink coffee afternoon if you want get if you want to get deep sleep at night. That's what you were giving me shit about the last time you were on the podcast. You know we were talking about funny? this, huh? I dreamt all morning this morning. I was dreaming all sorts of crazy stuff, and I woke up, no kidding, and my first thought was, I guess I got deep sleep today. Oh, yeah. I was dreaming all sorts of weird shit. Ah, good, good, <laughs> good. Do you remember any of those dreams? I did by this morning. Right now, I don't. There was, there was a lot of... That's one of the characteristics of dreams. They're very elusive. There, there are some opinions about this. There, there's really no... You can't really prove why that is. We don't understand dreaming at all. We don't understand why nature spent... I don't know what it is, hundreds of thousands, mm -hmm. maybe over a million years, putting that mechanism into place. Okay. Why do we sleep? Well, what purpose does it serve? Why do we sleep? Why do we yawn? We don't understand that at all. I wish we didn't have to sleep. 
Have you ever thought about that? I think four hours a night would be yeah, good. Why do we have to sleep so much? Eight is a lot. It's and for sometimes you, you sometimes you might even need more. And then if you get less, then you're really groggy and tired. Right. And then you end up crashing your, your car. Yeah. Like I did. You end up getting hit. You end up I getting hit with a construction barrier. Off of four hours of sleep, I would be accomplishing so much right now. Sounds like an excuse to me. Look. Why don't you just work smarter? Not harder. Just kidding. Works, okay. Works okay. No, I can't. I was working hard all weekend because I couldn't afford to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. When the landscaper good comes in, I want twenty eight hundred dollars to do your yard. I'll be like, no. Thank That's you, so sir. crazy. I will do it. It's seriously making me rethink my career path. I'm gonna start. Let's talk about that. I'm gonna you start can... doing tree removal. But real quick, let me finish the coffee okay. thought. Oh yeah. So six hours, which means whatever coffee you you ingest at noon. Half of it is going to be left in your system by 6 p.m. And then that half gets halved by midnight. So you have a mm -hmm. quarter of that coffee left in your system mm -hmm. by midnight. And so I don't know when, you know, if you're going to sleep at midnight and waking up at 8 a.m., let's say, then probably, you know, by 6 a.m., you're it's pretty much out of your system and, and you can have good sleep. But I also I want to do more research on this. Matthew Walker was talking about it. He's like the sleep expert. I get all my sleep information mm -hmm. from him. He, he explained it. I don't remember what it was. He was on the uh, Lex Fridman podcast, if anybody's interested. And he talked about there's some kind of, uh, I don't know if it's a gene or, or, or what the hell it is. Basically, not everyone... Let me say that differently. The the length of time that caffeine spends in in a human varies from person to person. It's not uniform. So some people can just process things faster. And I think that's true for everything. Yeah, including caffeine. Right. Yeah, we're talking about caffeine. What oh, was I talking yeah. about? Cotton candy? You, well, you, you, made a, you made a generic <laughs> statement, so. Didn't I? Okay, I guess. I don't know. I don't remember what I said. Oh, okay. Don't listen to me anyway. What? Why are you? Even, why are you even listening to me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What were you gonna say? Uh, well, I was gonna talk about all our business ideas. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I have two of them that I really want to pursue. You have about six billion. Five right now, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you really need to focus and at least you know really decide on what you want. That way we can start working in that because of course I want to like partner with you on everything. So sure. yeah. You're stuck. Yeah. So then I want to, <laughs> so then, you know, oh, and I was thinking, you know, I haven't proposed this. So I'm just going to do it while we're <laughs> live on All the right. podcast. I'm ready. But you know how we had been talking about we want to get a house and flip it by the end of the year? Yeah. You know, uh, not, I didn't say by the end of the year. You're the one who's okay, talking true. about it with a sense of urgency. I'm talking about it with a sense of when market conditions are conducive. Well, that's, I don't think to, the housing market is ever doing a house flip even go down. A no, bit. but, but the price of, of construction materials sure. can at least flatten if not dip. And, uh, the same with houses. I don't want to have to overbid $30,000 on a house. Well, the, if you get it in a not so great condition, you probably don't have to, but I, you know, I got this camper that I really want to renovate. Yes. And it's, it's a 10 foot camper. It's small. And I'm thinking, why don't we get our what do they call it? like fingers wet feet wet feet wet oh. i don't know why i said fingers some kind of why don't we get why don't we get our, our feet wet <laughs> by working on that and i'll just give you you know profits for the first i'll split property for the first like six months it rents out or something what am i supposed to do with it oh i have a whole plan you gotta 
We got to gut the inside Full out. Full restoration. Repaint. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just don't make it look. Well, so how about, painful, how about this? Right? Can you move a little bit closer? I'm not that far away. Oh. But if HOA allows you to park the camper in front of your house, I might actually move no, it. No, they won't. I, I think might actually move it I'm pretty sure my HOA is going to be even worse than yours. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Maybe we can. I, but I actually, I'm, I'm going to be living in, here in like, I don't know, what's today? The, in like eight days or something when I move into my house, I'm going to be living in a pretty nice neighborhood mm -hmm. where I feel that the HOA is justified. Your neighborhood is its not that nice. pretty rough. You know, and what the hell is HOA even HOA, doing? So I emailed HOA the other day and I said all sorts of words to them. I said, I have made this ugly house in this neighborhood extremely beautiful and y'all need to back up. I'm working on the yard. And what did they tell you? Well, I haven't gotten a response yet, but I said, I'm working on the yard. I spent, Boho's the money fixing the inside to make this house livable, and you guys gotta slow down on the outside. I'm getting it done. I just can't get it done within five days and drop everything that I have going on to clean up the yard. Tell them back off. I mean, translate that. You're gonna. <laughs> you're gonna get slapped. You're you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna eat a slap. <laughs> About it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Look. I'm gonna I'm gonna slap you and if make your teeth fall out. If a white mom said that to her kid, she'd be in court. You remember? You know? You know my favorite one. My favorite one is. <laughs> I can't even say it. Oh yeah, <laughs> What does that mean? That's not even possible. That's not even possible. I'm going to keep hitting you till something comes <laughs> out of the ground and hits you. Like what? Does it make sense? Sounds violent. So, are we renovating the camper? Sure. Okay. I think we can do that by the end of the year. I really want to get it renovated. So that's my business, right? I've wanted to do this for a long time. I want to call it Coco's Camper. Super simple. Have this cute vintage camper that I can run out at wedding venues or just any event. It could be a bridal shower, baby shower, whatever. And people can serve whatever they want out of it. You want to put lemonade, cupcakes, and have a cute little seating area. They're very in right now. People do make them as like bar, portable bars, or photo booths, or things like that. I don't want to necessarily offer a specific service out of it because that's too much work. I just want it to be an easy, I'm going to pull it with my car, set it up somewhere, uh, make it look cute. And it could be like a good, you know, everyone's about their Instagram pictures right now. And this is going to be a very photogenic camper where everyone's going to want to, you know, take pictures with it. Okay. So that's as simple as it is. I'm going to have a signature neon sign on the inside of it. I'm still working on the sign and what it's going to say. But so I want it to be like people take pictures with the signature neon sign and automatically when you see the picture, you know, that's Coco's camper. So that's how I'm going to brand it. So that's my idea for my first business. My second business, which I haven't really started any yet, but I do want to start researching a little bit. For the longest time, ever since I was a little kid, I loved getting my hair played with. Like to me, it is the best feeling in the world. It's better than a massage. Like whenever I go get a haircut and they just like kind of touch my hair a little bit and try to trim it. I'm like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. So much better than getting a massage, a facial, any of that stuff in my opinion. Pretty sure I'm not the only person that feels like that. So I just want to offer a service 
where people come and instead of getting a massage or a facial, whatever, they get like a head massage with their hair played with. That already exists. It's called a scalp massage. No. Where have you it's, been? It's not, I've never seen that service at any spa. Not specifically come get your hair played with, but it's it's a scalp massage. I'm going to call it hair play. All right. Let me so know how just, that works out. It's going to be, you know, just super soothing music. I can't. I think it's going to be with like someone sitting up on the, a massage chair. And that's that's going to be my thing. It's just going to be, you're just going to go in, you're going to get very, very relaxed and you're going to get your hair. I mean, uh, that sounds so aggravating to me, but, but, but you hate relaxing. Uh, yeah. Cause relaxation, yeah. Oh, let's relax. Re the, the floating the river, re relaxation is so unrelaxing to me. I, but so, but so most people would probably love yeah. what you're talking about. I, I just so I won't I, be your customer. Right. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting you to. But I always want Would a bald man ever come seek out my service? Yes. I don't know. Yes, you take your fingernails and you just like run them. <laughs> you just kind of run them on his on his head. You know, very very gently, just all over. Yeah. And oh so yeah. I really want yeah, to bald start. men. Bald men are going to be there more than anybody. You got to get like some kind of cucumber lotion. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I want to work the process. I know with a massage, like the masseuse has, they're probably way of working their way around the body and what, what what areas, you know, to massage and how to do it. So I want to start working on like a routine that I could start doing and maybe just even book just one hour in the afternoon for the first while, just see how it goes. Am I getting booked up? I just hire up people to do it because mm. that's a lot of time. You know, the, the problem is, the problem is, yeah, see, I, I don't want to get involved in any businesses like that because some people have dandruff. Some <laughs> people, some people have lice. I always think about masseuse in general and I'm like, what if you, yeah. know, you get a very large man with a very hairy back? Oh, what you do know, you do? yeah. Well, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. No offense to any large I, man with hairy backs. Well, that's like, that's like uh, all of Lebanon. Like, <laughs> It's, it's, um, it's not for me. You know what I was wondering the other day? This is one of my random thoughts. These, these are the kinds of thoughts that, that costed me a, um, a respectable GPA in college. Um, I was wondering if trichophiliacs would make good hairdressers. Trichophiliacs, if, if you don't know, cause you're looking at me yeah, with, I, with a confused face, uh -huh. uh, are people who become aroused by removal of hair. It's, it's a, it's a fetish trichophilia. But how? I don't know. They just, it's a, it's a, it's one of those things. I and mean, some people like toes, some people like hair. I don't know. They just, they get, it's uh that's what it is. That's, that's being, that's what trichophilia is. So I was wondering if they would make good barbers or maybe they'd get distracted. They'd get turned. They start cutting somebody's hair. They yeah, get turned on. They get distracted. I yeah, I don't think they're uh, following through on that. Probably not. I would, I'm going to say no. To you need to run a poll. You need to do some kind of. You need to do one of those um, uh, Facebook or Instagram mm -hmm. polls and and see like, hey, who would pay uh, whatever per hour to get your hair played with? And polled. You know what? People are going to want their hair pulled. A little bit of pulling actually feels. Good. just a little bit <laughs> like it actually but a little bit like if you're getting your hair at a hairdresser and they like pull it a little bit they tuck at it it actually feels really good it, um there's got to be something 
behind it. I haven't so, researched that yet. I've re I research a lot of random shit. I'll yeah, get I'll, I'll, someday. I'll get to it, but uh, yeah, there's too much. So those are my two business ideas. Now, of course, we want to flip homes, and I'm super excited about that. Yeah, so I do want to. Yeah, you're gonna sit there telling me, uh, you know, oh, that that wall needs to be fixed, and we're gonna put this over there. And I need you to go break that and and destroy this and replace that, and you're just gonna be sitting there drawing up an image of the whole house. And then me, I'm going to be the laborer. Yeah. I mean, you got to have, that's how a team works. That is how a team works. Yeah. A, a poorly managed team. No, I'm going to, I'm going to help with stuff. I'm definitely going to be helping with stuff. I'll learn along the way, but I definitely don't mind making the design. You got to paint. I don't like to paint because painting is boring. But you know, you know, the, okay, so let me give people some tips. So, oh, talk, talking about things that we learned from YouTube because we were doing DIY projects around the house. So I never knew this, but there's, there's different types of uh, rollers, like the ones you use to paint. So there's, there's one for smooth surfaces. There's one for semi-smooth surfaces. And there's one for rough surfaces. Mm -hmm. And if you're painting a rough surface, like a textured wall, and you're using a smooth roller, you're going to... Pull your hair out because it's mm. not going to go very smoothly for you. It's going to suck. So you got to get the right roller, the right for, for the for the texture of the wall that you're painting. And then another thing is paint at a 45 degree angle. It works much better. Try it. Well, we're, we're both going to try it when we... No, I already... See, you're already, you're already throwing your responsibilities on me. You're doing that. I'm not doing it. That's fine. We can do you're that painting. conquer. I don't mind. But yeah, I'm wanting to learn, you know, more things with just home renovations in general and whatnot because i really do want to get into that i think it'd be very profitable and it can be a lot from it. yeah on the average house i think you can expect to make about 25 grand on a good flip you know and then you pay taxes on that of course so yeah. then, then you, you really end up you know with enough money to buy another big gulp no i can buy a lot of big gulps Those buy, are cheap. buy quite a few, <laughs> buy quite a few. um so I don't know why I just, my brain links things in a weird way. I was thinking about paint and then paint inhalation and how that can make you dumb. And then I thought about the crate challenge. Have you seen the crate challenge? I haven't watched like a video necessarily of someone doing it, but I have read a lot of memes about it. And the, my I've favorite one is saying the ER is too full for your stupid crate challenge. Jesus Christ. So I'm People assuming so they're, they're stacking a ton of milk crates. Milk crates. Yeah. On, I'm trying to yeah. So they're doing it. They're, they're putting them up like a staircase and you try to go up as high as you can. And it's like nobody can get past three or four because they're so they're so unstable, yeah. they're incredibly wobbly. And people are falling down on the crates most of the time, either on their side or on their back. And it's like these idiots are, are playing Russian roulette with paralysis. Like, what are these morons doing? Is, but One of like, the, you know, eating the Tide Pods. Oh, was only my like God. A year ago. Jesus Christ. And, I mean, we go through all these dumb phases. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like the government wants to look out for everyone's safety by prohibiting marijuana. And but but you know it's like you can't you can't you, you can't fix stupidity. you cannot abolish stupidity. It's here to stay. It's part of the human race. I feel like it's just getting worse. It's you know probably has something to do with modern societal structures like bears and tigers don't have the opportunities to put to pick off the idiots. The idiots are lasting much longer. They're lasting they much longer. To. And they reproduce a lot more. Because they don't think about, you know, certain things and how to provide. And no. They're just, yep. 
They just populate. I saw th there used to be this challenge um, also like a year ago or something like that where people were playing Russian roulette, legit Russian roulette with a revolver, but shooting themselves in the foot. Why? And so this guy, <laughs> this guy was playing against some other guy, shot his first foot, and then they kept playing, and then he ended up shooting his second foot. <laughs> like he literally, uh -uh. he shot himself in both feet. Yeah, you can find the video. Anybody can Google it. Oops, I wish oops. I wish I could play that stuff on the podcast, but they would. They yeah, would, they would take it down. Uh, well, they would give me a uh, copyright, uh, whatever, not a strike, whatever YouTube calls it, a copyright claim, and, mm -hmm. I, and then I would have to delete it or I could get in trouble. But I'd rather just avoid it altogether. But yeah, they were. That was a challenge for a while. They come up with the craziest shit, and then the, and then MTV goes and make was it MTV whatever? Uh, uh, no, it wasn't MTV. Spike who who made it? Uh, One thousand ways to die. What what channel was that on? That's how you end up with a show called oh, 1,000 Ways to Die. That was a good show. That was a great show. Uh, there was some... Okay, but that one also had... A, it had some stupid stuff for sure, but it had some like freak accident sure, type stuff. Sure, There were some people that you felt bad for. Yeah, you're like... But the I majority of them... That yes. The majority of them uh -huh. were... You're just like, you know what? Good riddance. The human race didn't need that moron. I mean, Right. Intelligence is, is already not widely distributed in our species. And so and so you need like uh, I'm I'm just going to stop talking. I'm going to my favorite one from that episode. Well, from that show. Well, I do remember several, but there's this guy that just a very average guy who loved hooking up with extremely large women. And Oh, oh. And uh, I know the one. And so he invited, he would like seek out these women. Right? She was 400 pounds. Yeah, and like something extremely large. And she, he invited her over and they start hooking up and she was on top of him and like passed out and literally suffocated him yeah. to death. Yeah, what happened is so, she was, I remember the details. She was 400 pounds. This guy's like maybe 160 pounds. Yeah. Right. But what a, I mean, props to him. What a savage. Like he's. <laughs> He's got this 400-pound heifer on top of him, and, I mean, she's going to town, like, so so much so, in fact, <laughs> that it was so mind-blowing. She passed out on top of him. She fell on top of him. He's like this, basically crucified underneath her. And literally couldn't her, And then her, her, her chest, his face sunk into her chest, and so he couldn't breathe. And he can't, you know, he couldn't turn her over. He couldn't, she's 400 uh -huh. pounds. And so, yeah, he suffocated and died. <gasps> now that always makes me that's that's a great jujitsu move probably like her only chance of ever getting some is gone, <laughs> is gone. <laughs> now, there, there's a whole fetish for that out there there's a whole fetish. I, don't ask me how I know but I do so, I'm sure there is and, no. it's, and it's by very normal sized men right 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 mm -hmm. right now look nothing surprises me well, when it comes to human attraction men. Like so, a yeah. lot of these guys that prefer larger women are actually very even in shape. Yeah. So, Nothing surprises me when it comes to human attraction. You can be attracted to anything. Humans are weird like that. Animals, not so much. Animals kind of have a have a have a strict guideline of like of of um, reproductive traits that they look for, mm -hmm. and they don't really deviate from that very much. Uh, by the way. When you look at the, when you look at animal behavior, especially uh, also insect behavior, uh, honeybees, many kinds of spiders, mm -hmm. a lot of animals, what men have to go through 
they literally <laughs> risk not men males they literally risk life and limb for the chance of reproduction that they might reproduce a lot of it is in the sea too if you see a lot of how, how fish reproduce yeah it'd be a little crazy in there too it's a jungle out there literally it's a weird world the jump spider does this thing where the, the jump spider, the male has to do a dance for the female. And if she doesn't like it, she just eats them. See, I wish it worked like that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to do a dance. Well, it does. You ever go, oh, I mean, you, I ever go to, dance, you ever go to a country bar? It does work that way. <laughs> Except, and, and, and all the white dudes are single because they can't dance. Uh, so they know how to two-step. Right. Why do you think they invented it? Because it's only two steps. No, two steps. Didn't we talk about this last time? No. I don't want to be redundant. No, no, we didn't. I have a joke about that. It's going to be my next comedy bit. Two My next comedy is, act. Is, could be very... If it was more than two steps, white guys couldn't do it. Oh, hush. It's true. There's a lot of spins and dips and all sorts of stuff. Sure. It's like Depke. Like Depke, you know, initially, if you think about it, it's just two steps. It's and then three. The kick and then this four total. Right. If you think about it. But... You do all sorts of crazy things in Dubke. Yeah. That's not just those two basic steps, four basic steps. So. Um, the point is, if she, if the, if the female jump spider doesn't like the dance, she rolls them up and eats them, because they're much larger. There's this bird. God, what is that bird called? Oh my God, I, I saw, I learned about it on the show, Our Planet on Netflix. Great show. There's this bird that where the male spends all day clearing an area in, in like his, his area, just making sure removing little, little you know, removing leaves and twigs and just getting it super, super clean. Cause a female will not visit if it's not super mm -hmm. clean. So like he's on the lookout for, for a leaf or a twig all day, just trying to like, you know, get it out of there and make sure it's super clean. Then, then she shows up. Okay. And now he's got to do the dance and it's a complicated dance. <laughs> It's a, it's a really complicated uh -huh. dance. And so, and it, it just really made me think like so much behavior is just programmed in our DNA. Absolutely. Like, like these birds aren't, these birds aren't going to dance class, Absolutely. but this guy's got this whole thing choreographed to perfection. And then, I mean, it's amazing. And, um, another one is, um, uh, 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 octopus. The female will trick the male. She'll make him, she'll be like, oh, get over here. You know, I want you. And then he comes over and she just eats him. Crazy bitch. <laughs> I can see that happening in real life too. Like the, the lady's like, oh, come over here. Take his wallet, run away. Oh, you want to know, you want to know the, 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 what are they, what do they, they call it? Those belts that men would put on their women uh, at war, chastity belts. Right when they would go to war, you want to know the the honeybee version of that, huh. which doesn't work. It's an epic fail. Sucks to be a male honeybee. So when the honeybee, when when they're done when they're done mating, they'll pop their dicks off to leave them in the female so that no other bee can get in there. But then she just kicks it out and goes and finds another bee. Damn, good for her. Right. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more shit about gender equality. Okay. <laughs> We got the short end of the stick We're on everything. We're talking about animals here, not, not us, not us. I guess so. I guess so. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Huh. If you have a friend who's married and you found out that her husband is cheating, would you tell her? Not 1,000%. Without a doubt. Damn, you're convicted. Why? 
that's my friend and cheating is right. wrong. So why would I have her live in a lie with someone who clearly doesn't love her, mm. doesn't want to be with her because he's cheating? That's a good point. Of course I'm going to have my friends back there. You don't be a shitty friend if you didn't. Well, no, I agree. I'll do the same thing. Unless you want to, unless the friend wants to hook up with him too. That's the only way. That's the only reason why you wouldn't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I, I would do the same thing. I was just oh, thinking, without a doubt, I would like be on it. Well, I, w- I would have to get proof first. Yeah. Like you need some solid proof. You're gonna be because you don't want her to say like, "Oh, this is crazy." Because you know, men, women want to believe what they want to believe. They're that their husband's so cheap, even though yeah, but can't they can't they tell? Cheap. I mean, can't they tell? Like if you're if you've been married for a while and and there I saw a statistic on this one time that like over ninety percent of the time when a spouse suspects their wife their their spouse of cheating, they're right. Yeah, I'm sure. If you can't tell, you probably have a broken relationship already, mm-hmm. or maybe they're hoping that they're cheating. You know, um, if you have a broken relationship and one person cheats, it's almost a way of justifying, oh, I did it because our relationship isn't great. Cheating, that's still cheating regardless. Yeah, of course. Um, So it's just that whole area. But no, 1,000% I would tell them. If I had any sort of inclination of proof of it, they would know. Yeah, you got to, right? I mean, I wouldn't even think twice about that. Yeah. That's a good point. I'll do the same thing. Yeah. Some people think no, you shouldn't, and uh, you're gonna break up their marriage and this and that. Right. Yeah. It's it's broken. Marriage is such a weird thing. It is very interesting and complicated, and says the two, you know, not married people, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I I mean, you just kind of lose faith in it the more and more when I get a friend request every other day from someone who's married you know what i mean like why are you friend requesting me right on faith why if you're a married man why do you want to be my friend interesting you know what i mean or how many have approached or things like that and, and it's just it's pretty disgusting i would say um laura commented from a man's perspective why do you think men cheat Probably for the same reason women cheat. I mean, they're tired of they're reasons. tired of they're tired of being with the person that they're with. They want somebody else. There's a million reasons. Why you know what I think though? Cheat. Well, I'll then tell you this though. It's really hard to just you know say you cheated because of this. Uh-huh. You cannot say that. And there, there's a million reasons out there why people do it. I think a lot of men end up cheating at some point because they never wanted to be with that girl in the first place. She was she just got pregnant. So or now, now we got to get societal married. societal pressures, like you have to be married at a certain age at a certain time. And, There's that too. And I think a lot of people end up, so they were just dating that person at that point and, oh, I guess I was get married because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we need to. And so many people get married without really thinking about what they're really doing. Without really thinking about it, without discussing finances, without discussing future plans, their goals in right. life, what they want as far as kids. Um, there, there's a lot of reasons why people get married for the wrong reasons. And there's a lot of reasons why, I mean, probably their intimacy is gone after a few years, you know? And so they go, and it's right now, it's really easy to get attention from anywhere. You get it off social media, you get it off of a lot of places. Well, and and nobody ever loses touch with their exes anymore. Yeah, Exes are always hitting you up. I think that's a big, big problem. Yeah, that's a no-no. Like, once you're 
once you're in a committed relationship, you ought to have no contact with your ex whatsoever. They got to be block them. Like, why do you? Oh, they're they're just on my social. Yeah, you know, they're just on my Facebook, but we don't talk. Why? Why? Just get rid of them. It's so dumb. But they're like always liking every post that you make. Oh, we never talk, but they're they're always mm-hmm. liking. You know. You can stay very up to date to someone's life without talking to them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, very up to date. Just by what they're doing, where they're what, what they're posting. Yeah. Stories on real time, you know, all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, that's a whole – that's a huge topic. And I think people cheat for a million different reasons. You can't just say they're, you know, one or the other. Right. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I think people should just – if you're at that point, go talk to the person. Say, hey. This is what I want to do. So let's figure this out. You know, I'm not going to do it. You open up their you relationship just, or you get divorced. That's it. If that's what right. you that's want it. to go be with someone yeah. else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just if be the other person front. approves, then hey, you do you. I will never judge that. Be up front. You know, but um, that, sometimes though people are worried they're going to break the person's heart. But then they're going to break it even more when they get caught. When the, yeah. Everybody gets caught. Everybody gets caught. You always get caught. Don't, don't lie. You're going to get caught. You always get Especially when you're on the same phone plan. <laughs> I mean, they're like huh who's this number that my husband's been calling <laughs> at 12 30 a.m every every thursday and saturday like huh yeah. it's the same number <laughs> you'd be surprised people get so sneaky you know because i'm sure they'll go make a separate bank account where you don't see charges and they'll yeah. maybe have a different phone number you can make you can have an app with a different phone number now but i guess same phone plan still kind of mitigates that but yeah oh gosh i mean well that's uh, that you can um that's why there's snapchat snapchat is for cheaters period don't change my or college opinion kids. on it i i mean if anyone asks me do you have snapchat i'm like no it is why do you want the conversation to disappear yeah sometimes i try to for a little bit because a lot of my friends were like well we just want or single in, people we just want to keep in touch with snapchat it's either for then, cheaters or for single people yeah i guess but I would like, so I downloaded Snapchat, made a profile, whatever. And then my friend would be talking to me and I put my phone away for a minute. Then I pick it back up to respond. And I'm like, wait, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I could not carry a conversation on Snapchat or else you would have to like save the conversation. Then it notifies the other person that you saved the right, conversation. Right, and right. you're just like. It's a big mess. I'm like, I'm sorry. I saved the conversation so I can keep up with the conversation because I don't understand why it needs to disappear. What if like people just want to talk shit about somebody and they don't want they don't want that information to remain? Then then pick up the phone and call them. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, the worst they can do is probably record you, but pick up the phone and call the person. Yeah. And then you can say stuff, and it's not necessarily. Evidence. Well, so Facebook, which owns Instagram, figured out that. People use Snapchat for that reason, so then they came out with Vanish Mode. Yeah, Instagram and Facebook—it's so dumb. What I don't like is how Instagram now is linked to Facebook. Like, people can send you a DM on Instagram, and you get it on your Facebook. Has that happened to you yet? That confuses the hell out of me. Yeah. Why are we? Why are we trying to mush everything together? Because people can't keep track of a million different accounts. Uh, I, oh, I like things separate. You know what? I haven't been able to figure out for many, many years now is. Where the hell my the contacts on my phone come from? You you create them. No, but like there, sometimes there'll be duplicates. Sometimes there'll be a person's email. Sometimes there'll be. Um, so I, I I use Apple Text. So I text from my laptops, 
that laptop there, I can text anybody, whether they're using Apple or not. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, this laptop, I can only send iMessages. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I did in the settings, but that's the way it works. That laptop, our aunt, when she texts me, it comes up as her email address, not her phone number. Yeah. What is going on with that? It's so complicated. It's just complicated. Yeah, I don't understand these things. Why, why can't I just, like, I only want contacts that I uploaded into my phone. I don't want any other shit from my email getting downloaded. It well, bothers me. I think me. it's because you have a lot of things linked up. Like, I don't have no. my phone linked up to anything, like an a Apple laptop. Well, anything. you got to get with the times. I have a Dell laptop, and I like it very much. Oh, you don't have a, you don't have a MacBook? No, I don't like, I don't like not having a right click. You gotta have a right click button. Yeah, you push with two with two fingers. No. Well, I have a I have it's a mouse so anyway. So what do you mean? No. I don't like it. So you like you, you like uh, having your laptop get ridden with viruses every three years, and you gotta go get a new it one. It doesn't. Like I use my work laptop, and they cover the <clears> whole <throat> virus thing. So we have a they give I have the ThinkPad from work, which uh -huh. yeah, at, I know at first I was a fan. For a while, like maybe for the first year, I was like, "Huh, this is kind of cool." And then I just—it's annoying. I don't need the touch screen feature. I love the touch screen, but I don't have it. I'll trade you laptops. Okay, let's it's do it. Because I need patience <laughs> to sign when I trade them. I need them to sign on my screen, oh. and I don't have a touch screen. Well, do you have an iPad? I can't yeah, trade you, by the way. That's iPad. company property. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me an iPad, so I'm just oh, okay. here yeah. They, I just use the iPad. Use the iPad. Yeah. Which. Ask me how many times I've used that iPad. None. None. <laughs> I got it in a cute cover. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much to keep up with. I don't like keeping up with all these things. It's just a lot. Yeah, I, I got to ask you a really important question. Oh, gosh. When you boil pasta, there's there, people always want to – in Lebanon, everybody does this. They rinse it after. Mm -hmm. Rinse or don't rinse? Oh, God, I don't rinse pasta after. Why not? Why not? So when you're cooking pasta, the best way to cook it, if you, when chefs are cooking pasta, they're not straining the pasta and leaving it somewhere for an hour or two before dumping it back in the sauce, right? It's one cohesive process. Uh -huh. You boil your pasta to al dente, so it's like right under, it's got a little chew to it left. Yep. And then you remove it, your sauce is built already in a pan right next to the pasta, and you remove your pasta immediately, and it's going in the sauce, toss, serve. Boom. Right? That's the way so whoever is boiling the pasta anyways and le letting it sit there for, like the way mom used to do it, Yeah. For a long time. That's how all of these people Right, are. before serving it, you're doing it wrong, whether you rinse it or you don't. Now, the rinsing probably, like, stops the cooking process a little bit, so your pasta isn't sitting there steaming and getting uh, real mushy. So I would say if you are boiling pasta and need it to allow it to sit there for a long time, rinse it. And that's just to get some cold water on it so it's not continuing to cook and get mushy. Yeah, it all ends up getting stuck together. Also, if you boiled a ton and you're going to leave some in the fridge for the next day, you do want to rinse it because otherwise it just lumps it just together. Gets, it just turns gets into But that's yeah. just because it's just getting overcooked at that point. That's spaghetti. All Lebanese people cook spaghetti the same way. The same way. When you talk about let's make macaroni, spaghetti, macaroni the, the is – The most watered down. The most watered down. Sauce. Yes. Ground beef. Some onions, like a little bit of onions. Uh -huh. Ground beef, that's it. 
Yeah. And then just literally water down. And then they boil the pasta, they strain it, they rinse it, it sits there and cools. And then they just make this tomato soup with ground beef and then they put the pasta in there and they serve it to you and it's like part soup, part spaghetti. It's gross. It's terrible. It is really not good. It's pretty pretty bad. And And then and then like, ooh, like we're gonna get creative. We're gonna add mushrooms to it this time. Right. You're like, but that's what you know. I tell mom, I'm like, don't make tacos. Like, hold on, we know a lady. We know a lady who uh, will make. She makes a gigantic amount of spaghetti for 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 her kids. They eat it the first day. The next day, she adds mushrooms to the leftovers, <laughs> and then they eat spaghetti with mushrooms. And then the following day, if there are any more leftovers, carrots. she adds carrots. <laughs> and I've, I feel so bad for those it, kids. That was, a, that was a joke that we had for a long time. Yeah, it's true, though. It is true. It's not but, a made-up joke. Yeah. Uh, you know, I always tell mom, I'm like, don't make tacos. They come out worse than Taco Bell. Don't make pasta. You know? She's not. Just mom is a master kind of at Lebanese food. Yeah. Nobody so can everything else. Nobody can make kibbibisaniya like mom or bamutas or. I agree. Luchi or any of that stuff. She's she's phenomenal at Lebanese food. But when she tries to make lasagna, it's horrible. It's atrocious. It's dry and and then David's got to eat it for like five days. Last time he came to town. She made she made she made lasagna that's enough for 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 like 50 people. And then David was staying with her for the week. Obviously, when he comes to town, he stays with, with mom and he, just, he had to eat it every day. After the fourth day, he's like, Mom, I I don't want to eat any more lasagna. You know, lasagna sitting in the fridge for four days is just gonna get you, even more. Right. Dry yes. Just not great. It's gotta be fresh. And, and that's mom, one of those mom foods. Makes the lasagna pretty dry, I would say. Yeah. That's one of those foods that you got to eat hot out of the oven. Yeah. If there's some leftovers, yeah, maybe you could microwave it. You know, it'll be all right. But you really, lasagna is one of those foods that I got to eat hot out of the oven. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mess with leftovers. Mjaddara is one of those foods. Some people like mjaddara the next day. Cold. They like it cold. It's got to, I don't like it anyway. But if I'm yeah, going to eat it, it's, it's prison food. It's worse. It's orphanage food. Like in all of her twists. Remember the movie Oliver Twist? Like when you see him just like plop something on the plate, you're like, no, it's like Right. It's like what it's like what they were eating in Nacho Libre. Yes. Hey, there was a guy yesterday on the on the uh, on the UFC fight night who looked just like the dude from Nacho Libre, but not not the fat dude, the 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 guy that was helping him, like the oh, yeah. the Mexican guy that looked like Mowgli from the <laughs> He looked just like Mowgli. I gotta find him. I gotta find his name. He looked just like Mowgli. He was um he was on the season of the Ultimate Fighter. He just won last night, so he's the, he got the Ultimate Fighter. He looks just like Mowgli, or or the guy from Nacho Libre. The the yeah 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 I know who you're talking about. That's Hilarious. Funny. Let me see if I can find him real quick. Okay. Let me see. What's his? Now you're getting me hungry though. Oh yeah. Well, it's almost dinner time. Yeah, you need to make it. Um, tough winner, 2021. That's so funny though. But that's how we kind of talked about last time that. That's how I became good at cooking everything else is because when mom made tacos, it, it sucked. Um, so the fight is Gilbert Urbina. Oh, that's the guy. Gilbert Urbina. No, wait. No, what? Hold on. This is the whole list. 
Um, I gotta get his name. People are gonna want to look this guy up. Was he uh, good? Well, he won. Yeah, I mean, he's, well, he's, yeah, he's, but that's still he's the ultimate fighter now. Hold on, I'll find it. Ricky Ricky Torcios outpoints Brady, becomes tough twenty nine champ. Ricky Ricky Torcios, I think that's him. Is that's, that what you did last night? You watched the I watched a little bit of UFC. I was here working, and yeah, I, I watched a little bit of fight night. Um, Could have been helping move my yard. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy, Ricky Torcios. Mm -hmm. Change the topic. Yeah, why would I? I mean, why would I? Hold on, hold on a second. People got to see this guy. I have not watched UFC in quite some time. Why not? I don't know. I just, we used to always watch it in a group, like it was an event. And I don't really, I'm not really around anyone anymore that enjoys watching it. So. It's fun when you watch it in a group. Yeah, like we used to always go to Buffalo Wild Wings or who else would have like a pay-per-view of it? Okay. Really Buffalo Wild Wings. There he is. People can see him. Okay. Doesn't he look like? Oh, yeah. He looks like the guy from the Jungle Book. He looks like Mowgli. Look at him. Is that him? I don't know if that's him. No, that's not him. Look! Well, good for him. <laughs> that's Mowgli. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. good. Yeah, he's pretty good. Right, yeah. Um. Well, you know what? Yeah, for sure. Fight. It's fun to watch fights with a group. Um, I miss doing the... Uh, the outer space episodes. I gotta find. I gotta find a crew here to do outer space with, where we would watch the fights and, and commentate. I wouldn't get drunk. Well, I feel like a lot of people got toasty on those. It's not, yeah, I'm not gonna name any <laughs> names, but if you go watch it, Cristobal Chavez. <laughs> that night, he's so funny. Right? <laughs> he's great. That night, he kept knocking shit over. I'm like, dude, stop knocking things over. He knocked. Giving you anxiety. He knocked over like so spilling, many things. Spilling everywhere. It's I just, can't wait till you get your your studio set up. Two in your weeks. House and that's gonna be exciting. Two weeks. Yeah, it'd be cool to have a bigger table and, and just get the, the the sound in this room isn't exactly the well, quality really that I cool want. Too. Right. Right. So. Yeah, those acoustic panels are probably gonna put in my living room. That's why I got those colors because they'll work in my new living room. And then I'll go back to the. Uh, should I go back to the old studio design or should I come up with something new? No, I like it. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, like, what, should I keep it forever? Yeah. Really? Are you going to keep the podcast going on forever? I want to keep it going on for a long time. Oh. For as long as I can find guests. It's been tough out here. If anyone wants to be a guest on Jimmy's podcast. Holla. <laughs> well, what's, what's, what's funny is, kind of funny and a little bit unexpected, is there's a couple of people out here that we both know that I thought would be great guests. And they're both... They both turned out to be incredibly camera shy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to? I'm like, dude, you literally never stop talking. <laughs> like, I don't even have to be on the set with you. I could just like be cooking over there yeah. and they could just sit there. I'll just keep the camera pointed at them and then they could just do a three hour episode on their own. Some people, I don't know, the mic freaks them out or the, the, the camera freaks These them out. These earphones start hurting my the headphones. headphones start hurting my ears after a while. Really? Yeah. What is it with you and your ears? I don't know. Your ears are either cold or they're hurting or there's always something with you and your ears. Huh. You gonna make I'll, um, I'll, um, yeah, yeah, we'll make dinner in a bit. I'll, um, I'll probably do the same. I did like that background too. I like the space background. I want to do something where 
I want, I don't know, some kind of design in the ceiling, some kind of space design in the ceiling. Just get those glow-in-the-dark uh, stars that no. we used to have well, we that we used kids. to have in our bedroom. We had a moon, too. Oh, yeah, there was like little, uh, like a Jupiter, and a, there was little planets and everything. Just, just that would be awesome. Hey, if you could, um, if you want a trip to outer space, would you go? Um, would it be like outer space or nothing? Like, can I? Yeah, you want a trip to the moon. Next Saturday, um, you know, pack some snacks. We're going to the moon. Oh, my God. As and a, you and you get a free T-shirt. That's a, how you get Americans to do stuff. You give them a free T-shirt. <laughs> a free T-shirt. I hate free T-shirts. Like, <laughs> well, you no, you them. can use them for yard work. I already have a couple, like, paint-stained shirts that I use for that. Yeah. Oh my God. I, as adventurous as I am, that just sounds too crazy. I don't think I can do it. No. I don't. You have a tattoo that says Al Muramira. Yeah. The adventurous one. I still not, think, I think, planet Earth on it I still think, it. I still think you should have gotten a Dubba Al Muramira. <laughs> Shut up. Or a Turha Al Muramira. <laughs> You're so ridiculous. I don't, would you? Would, would you go? Probably not. Oh, oh, okay. Why are you giving me shit? I'm not giving you shit. I'm oh, just... you're here saying, you know, uh-uh. I just... I, I, flying, are, I already have flight anxiety. And the moon is just a whole other, it's a whole other. I, I mean, maybe in, in the next 10 or 20 years, if we really have this, like, space travel figured out, like, there's a legit airline that takes you to the moon, and it's like, well, it's safe. There's already couple thousand people that have done this trip and whatnot. I'm like, okay. A couple thousand. That's all you need? Yeah, a few thousand, then I'll be okay. But right now, it's just, I'm not going to do it right now, no. What if you get there and you find out that the moon is indeed made of cheese? I don't like cheese that much, so it wouldn't be a big deal. Gruyere. It'd probably like stinky if it was made of cheese. It'd probably like stinky cheese. You know why I don't think it's made of cheese? Because it doesn't have an atmosphere to protect it from the sun, so it would have just melted. Yeah. We'd just be having globs of cheese rain on us. There'd just be cheese falling from the sky. Yeah, that's gross. I've just Man. never been that into cheese, so it wouldn't be that impressive. Like, really? Like, oh, cheese is so good. I gross. like cheese. I like cheddar. So I, I put out a post the other day, and I, I compiled a list of the seven cheeses that must be. Okay. You can get rid of all the rest. Yeah. I'll try to, let me see if I can remember. Let me see if I agree with them. Feta. Absolutely. Mozzarella. Fresh mozzarella? Mozzarella. Swiss. Nah. Swiss you can get rid of. It's gross. Uh, kiwi. Yes. Parmesan. Yes. Did I already say cheddar? No. Cheddar. Cheddar is eh. You can get rid of that. And the seventh I think was halloumi. Halloumi is so good. Halloumi cheese is you the best. I forgot bottom. goat cheese on that list. I don't need goat cheese. I put goat cheese on You would, list. you would, really? I love What's wrong goat with you? Cheese. So good. I don't like fatty, melty cheese. I like just dry white cheese. But you forgot smoked Gouda. No, I don't need that in my life. Oh, so, so I would replace your Swiss and your cheddar with goat cheese and smoked Gouda. <gasps> you would get rid of cheddar? Yeah. That's un American. I never eat cheddar cheese. You know when you order an American burger, they put cheddar on. I get it with American cheese. I do love American cheese. 
Damn. Even though it's not really cheese, it is so good on a burger. What do you mean it's not really cheese? I don't know what it's made of. That plastic slice of craft cheese, what is that made out of? Oh, I don't know. Exactly. There's some bullshit cheese out there. There's Im like there's imitation crab. What the hell is imitation crab? When I go to order sushi and they're like, oh, imitation it's imitate. I'm yeah. like, no, I don't want to eat imitation mm -hmm. food. People eat that mm -hmm. with their six cokes. People are so worried about COVID vaccines, but eat but they eat imitation crab, crab and craft cheese. Mm -hmm. Remember the craft cheese we used to eat back home? Like you have no it idea was what that, you're putting in your mouth. I think it was a big re rectangular. It was a blue. Yeah. And we would melt it. We'd just uh -huh. roll it in pita and melt it on the on the on the on the press. Yeah, that was the yeah. and the and the that's one mortadella. So gross. So I actually so gross. Oh yeah 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 yeah. No, and the, I was like, how did I do it? Oh, so when I saw it, I for a second I thought about. I was like, ooh, I should get that. And then I was yeah, like, wait a minute, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like this canned meat. It was it's like hot dog, but and not hot dog. Food. It was like 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 I'd like, rather like meatloaf in a can. I'd rather eat hot dog. And you would, and then it was like this long cylinder, and it would last a while. So you'd open it, and then you slice the mortadella, and then you put it in the fridge. And you could never actually you can you can't find a Ziploc bag that big. So you'd only put a Ziploc bag on top like a hat. Yeah, so so you'd always. The top, oh the top God. slice would always be dry, so you always have to throw it, throw it away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And even that would see. We were talking about like learning, getting used to eating bread at a young age. They would roll that up in a pita. Here you yeah, go. Just, oh, you're going outside to play. Here, take this with you. You need to eat. Every culture. I mean, with Hispanic cooked burritos, you roll everything up in a flour tortilla. Yeah, they do. I mean, even like it's American poor people culture. Because you need bread. Between two slices of bread, you know, bread is cheap and it's filling. It's it's uh, I think it's poor people. people. Poor people need bread. I mean, carbs Cause, in cause, general, probably. But flour is cheap. Yeah. And bread is filling. And it's so good. That's pretty good. I like freshly baked bread is just one of the best. It smells. Yes. Amazing. Speaking of you just smell freshly baked bread, and it's just so enticing. So here's a great Lebanese saying that has to do with fresh bread. When somebody is incredibly unpleasant, what do they say? <laughs> I never thought of it that way. <laughs> like this person. <laughs> this person is so unpleasant, they won't even smile for a hot loaf of bread. <laughs> it's true. That's a good one. So you know good. what's another one that has that to do with bread? So <laughs> oh, no. You gotta let me finish. Okay, translate that. Khamira is what yeast? Yeast. So yila an shaklu like how do you translate yila an shaklu? Like curse his look. Yeah, his face <laughs> his face will remove the yeast from the dough. Like the bread won't rise. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if he looked at a loaf of bread, it won't it won't rise. <laughs> that's how that's oh how gosh. Yeah. Okay, what what other sayings 
things do we have that are just so funny to translate? There are some funny ones, and then there are some flat-out disturbing ones, like really like ones. like like when they want to talk about how how properly raised a girl is, they say "Hey, di ma bestemma la emma." That's yeah, I hate that. I hate that saying. Like that girl, nobody kissed her lips except her mom. It's first of all, that's disgusting. I get grossed out when I see parents My kissing parents kissing their kids on the lips, but it grosses me out. Yeah. To me, I know parents do it. I I, I want to puke when I see that. Yeah. It's it's disgusting. It's a very American thing. Yeah, Lebanese people do it too, but it's gross. Maybe Americanized Lebanese people. Maybe you know Lebanese people like they just want to do what Americans do. That's how we live our lives now. They think yeah. they're so cool because they're wearing Tommy Hilfiger. Like, no, dude, they don't even wear Tommy Hilfiger in America. Yeah. Like, you motherfuckers need to come over here. Yeah. Nobody's wearing Abercrombie anymore. That sh- that's gone. That's gone. That but they think out. that they're so cool because they're wearing, you know, polo. Okay, so. I, I'm Okay, I'm really bad at these things. So that's all depending on you right now. I, well, and they naturally come up in conversation. That's the thing. It's hard to think about I need something them. to spark it. Yeah, I know you're really good at them. It's just when I'm yeah in conversation, they they come to me. We'll, we'll make a list for next time. And we need we really, to do that. We really need to translate them. Well, we just did. Right. But, uh, but how do you translate "amas will be jamas"? Who did you send it to, Matt or something? No, 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 no. Or... The other guy, your ex. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I can't. She she confused him for all eternity. <laughs> the way she translated. Look, you can't. I, first of all, I don't even know what amas means. Blind? I don't think it means blind. Amas? Amas would be jamas. What does bijamas mean? Let's take a... We, we, we kind of, we go with it based on context, but we don't really know but what those words mean. we don't even know what it means. <laughs> The daughter of the cobbler is barefoot and the daughter of the tailor is naked. <laughs> what shit is that? <laughs> that one's a little random. I don't know that one. What shit is that? I don't know. It, yeah, that's a I'm weird gonna, I'm going to ask a few friends. Ask Grandma. Send me... Oh, Grandma will hit you with something. And they're all, they're all rated to, R. <laughs> I don't know how to translate those. <laughs> they're all rated Grandma. R. I do not know if I want to translate those. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell so you what. funny because she <laughs> will say it and laugh so hard at it. She thinks she's hilarious. Well, what's even funnier is when she says it when she's angry because she doesn't laugh. She's like she's really angry. Yeah. You know, and then like 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 Hedam Keskis, you know, or something <laughs> like that. You know, like. But her, her the one that she cracks me up is Grandma's like what four eleven, like tiny. like five feet tops. Yeah, with heels. With yeah. And then she sees a short person and she goes, like, <laughs> <laughs> Translate that one. Translate that one. <laughs> He's as tall as a suppository. <laughs> it's, and it's coming from her. She's she's a legal midget. Like. <laughs> They comment about overweight all the time. All the time. Do you not see that you are there? Not be as overweight as the person you're commenting about, right. but you are clinically right. obese. Oh, oh, that reminds and... me. Jamal Mabishuf Hardakto. 
a camel cannot see its own hump. That's so applies. That applies for grandma with the height. Yes. That applies for the entire family. We were commenting about weight. Uh-huh. But it's such a Lebanese thing to comment about people's weight, but that's a whole other yeah. topic that I won't get into because I think See, that's how that's how they come to me when I'm when I'm yeah. having conversation. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we got to wrap this up. It's um, we'll think about more seven forty-five. More, um, more of those. We can put together time. a list for next time. Okay. What I need to do is start do kind of what I do with uh, with my comedy, or with uh, like the book that I'm writing. That's probably going to take me thirty years, years. Thirty years to finish. Yeah, is whenever oh, I well, you know, when I think of something, I write it down. So when we're talking, and I a saying comes okay. up, I'll I'll write it down, and then we'll, we'll just show up with like we'll do like a thirty-minute segment on that. Let's do it. All right. We're out. Later, everybody. Mics are muted, I think. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, man, I died laughing. That was a good one.